When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, good morning. Welcome in. Happy Wednesday. It's the Don and Steve experience on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Today, minus Donna Valentine. Woo-hoo. She's out. She's on vacation. She's gone to Nantucket, and she is doing Nantucket things. Probably Chowder is going to be involved at some point. DJ Rock Lobster, speaking of Chowder yes. and Lobster Bisque. Bob uh, He is here. We've got producer Mike behind the glass who's hello, pushing hello. all the right buttons for us, which is wonderful. And Miss Shannon will join us a little bit later. She'll join the party uh, at around 9.30 or so. So we're looking forward to having her. All sorts of stuff to get to. Let me, a little housekeeping. First of all, Rocco, Miss Shannon is in. And uh, I, I feel like she and I are in a position, I think, where we could technically play the millennial X oh. Games. Thanks for the reminder. I totally uh, forgot to write. Okay. I'm on vacation brain, too, because I'm out of here tomorrow. This is your last day. And then it's going to be Mike and I in here the rest of the week with uh, Kelly Hansen on Thursday and Friday, I think. Question mark? Uh, I, believe yeah, right. I believe it's Kelly. Thur- no. Kelly uh, Thursday, Friday, I Elizabeth thought, Reese Monday. Oh, that was it. I knew Elizabeth was part of it. So, okay. I'll yeah. be back for that. Um, so anyway, that'll be fun. Mike, have you ever met Kelly Hansen I or Elizabeth Reese? I have met Elizabeth, but not Kelly. Okay. So looking forward to it. She is a real, uh, behind the scenes, a rude person. <laughs> so I was just, I, mean, I say that as guy I care about you, sure, and I yeah, want to yeah. warn you that ahead of time. Myself, so yeah. Kelly will be here, Miss Shannon, a little bit later on. Uh, before we get to big colonoscopy news, and anytime we can lead with butt doctor talk, it's an exciting opportunity that we want to take advantage of. However... We had a Project Down and Dirty meeting yesterday. The Donna and Steve Experience did. It was uh, Donna and Rocco and I, and then we have a couple of people. That sh- we never asked them their last name, Rocco. Right, it's- and we should be like promoting them. They're doing this for free. They're doing this for uh, to get their names out there. Yes. And to raise money for How charity. do we say their last name? I believe it's Shock, right? Because you Shock? were, you were corrected we- when, it was, when you said Shaq? Yes. I think you're right. And here we are messing it up again. It's- yeah, it's shock. We're gonna go with shock. And their production company is above the line. Above the line, entertainment. Yes, yes, they're good. They're funny people. Yes, Justin and Kristen. They are very funny. They I are. Mean, they are willing to go any direction we want to go. We want to be serious. They'll go serious. We want to do puppets. We'll do puppets. We want to do a musical. I mean, they're. It's gonna be so great. And we think that we kind of we kind of figured out what our general story will be general loose framework for a story uh, a setting perhaps even we think we may have gotten all of that mapped out which really has to put us in a pretty good position because Rocco we're still like two weeks out from PD&D so that puts us in we've never been this prepared I mean who's worried about this you are a nationally known TV personality Mm -hmm. you look good on camera you're swole 
Come on, bro. I mean, bro. we're just going to do a five-minute Steve monologue. Donna and I will be in the, behind the scenes. We're going to have a masterpiece here. What, are you just affirming me right out of the gates this morning? Know. I'm trying to build you up so we can kick some butt on this thing. Now, that being said, a little bit later on this hour, we'll talk about how the call, we had a Zoom call yesterday, about 50 minutes we were on, and uh, it ended on a sour note. If you ask me, uh, oh, no, 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 yeah. we'll save it for 945. And if you see something, say something. Coming up at 1030, we're going to play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge as well. Did you write that, Rocco? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, today, National Hoagie Day. I mean, we should probably be celebrating that all morning. Now, you're saying you want us to maybe order hoagies. Here's my problem, though. I just had a breakfast sandwich. So I went down in the cafeteria. And you know when you wake up in the morning, I think most people can relate with this. You have an idea of how you're going to eat that day. And the, the the bumper lanes, so to speak, as to what you'll stay inside of. So I come in. I have a protein shake in the morning. Did a great workout yesterday, guys. Thanks for asking. Legs, high-intensity uh, cardio, the, the, the 22nd of all out on the assault bike, and then rest for about a minute and a half. Uh, that was very difficult. And, and I did core work for the first time in probably, I don't know, like a fiscal quarter. It's been a long time since I did core stuff. So I did all that. And then I was like, I'm going to eat smart today. Protein shake in the morning. Get here. And I thought I'll have a breakfast sandwich. Just hey, Mike, little... do you know where the Charlie Brown teacher uh, noise button is? Rocco! <laughs> Actually, don't yet. But then don't have. find it. <laughs> I then go, I get this sandwich thinking it's going to be just in an English muffin. It's in foil. Our, our breakfast sandwiches downstairs are in foil. And then it says bacon or sausage on it. So you know generally what's in there with the egg. It says bacon. That's what I want. It's like, man, this thing is huge. I feel like I like have to hold it with two hands. What's inside of this? I unwrap the foil, and now they've put a full-blown bagel in there. So I have a, I have a bagel breakfast sandwich, which I think calorically, carbohydrate-wise, is a lot denser and heavier than your standard English muffin. So I had my breakfast sandwich this morning, and I, I shouldn't even be this vulnerable to start the show. I had an open face. So what I did was I took off the top layer of bread, that's oh, gone. Mm-hmm. It's gone. And then I just ate it like it, it felt kind of weird eating it that way. But I had that. Rocco, my point is. Okay. You don't want a double bread today. I don't know if I can go a hoagie. And I don't want to do a Jimmy John Slimmy. You know the little Slimmies that they have? Yeah. They wrap it in lettuce? Yeah. But you can. It you should order day. one. Me, Mike, Shannon, we can celebrate. You can just <sighs> pronounce it Pittsburgh style. Oh, my gosh. Hoagie day. <laughs> hey, Jeans take off work today. You know it's National Hoagie Day. Oh, my gosh. I love hoagies. Now to Butt Doctor News. Ryan Reynolds um, is in the news this morning because he got a colonoscopy. He's he's of that age, which is 45, and he got a colonoscopy. And maybe, just maybe, I don't want to overstate it, but it could have been a life-saving situation. We have a little sound we use just the sound because the YouTube... Okay, so here's some sound of Ryan Reynolds finding out what the doctor found during his colonoscopy. I was able to find an extremely subtle polyp. Potentially life-saving for you. I'm not being overly dramatic. I, I mean, I, you had no symptoms. Yeah. Seriously, thank you for pushing me to do this. I can't believe you pumped all that aviation gin into my IV. Nice. <laughs> out. Could have ended up developing into cancer and causing all sorts of problems. Instead, you're not only diagnosing the polyp, you're taking it out. So nobody would know that they had this. But he reached the age of screening, 45. He got a routine screening, and there you go. And that's why people need to do this. This saves lives, pure and simple. Follow-up. 
Mm-hmm. And what? how wonderful that they were able to find that and remove it, and so it doesn't have an opportunity to turn into any sort of a scary cancer. Rocco, you watched... Wrexham on yes. FX, which is that's the uh, this is the story of Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney from Always uh, Sunny in Philadelphia, where they came together, bought this football club, the soccer team over in Europe, Europe, and uh, it was it was this a part of one of the episodes? I was wondering. No, I mean it uh, not as far. I'm caught up. I'm up through season or episode six. No, this is not part of it, but perhaps it will be. I mean, he obviously must be doing a lot of self filming, maybe for. You know, perhaps a season two of Welcome to Wrexham. Well, they say that Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney um, both got themselves filmed while getting okay. colonoscopies. So maybe it is. This, yeah. in order to encourage others to have their colons taken a look at, uh, they teamed up with a colon cancer awareness organization, which is called Lead from Behind. Hmm. Huh. So anyway, I wondered if it was blurred out on Wrexham. Remember, Katie Couric got her colon uh, colonoscopy. True. On the Today Show, would you? Rocco, have you had a colonoscopy? It's funny you ask. October 17th, it's on the books. Oh, no. And, uh, yeah, so I'll be taking the day off. I asked a buddy, because all my buddies were all turning 50 this year and stuff, and I'm like, can I go to work that day? And they're like, you're not going to want to be anywhere but near a bathroom for that most of that day. I wonder if it's the colonoscopy day or the day before when you have to drink that barium stuff or whatever that liquid is that really flushes you out. I feel like that's the bad day, but I don't know. Maybe after someone sticks a tube in there. No, I think it's, you know, like, let's say my appointment's like at two. They're like, yeah, you don't want to be anywhere else before two. You know, you don't want to go to work and do the Don and Steve experience because you're going to be having issues. Okay. Uh, yeah, I also love how he got an aviation gin drop in Wasn't his life-saving colonoscopy video. Wasn't that great? Always, always, always a businessman. Um, by the way, real quick, we're out of time, but how is Wrexham? I want to watch that. It seems interesting. I'm enjoying it. Those guys have a ton of uh, charisma and personality and, uh, you know, this small Welsh town. It's kind of fun to watch them and the soccer stuff. I, I'm enjoying it. I like both those guys, so... All right, that's on FX if you want to get all caught up. Uh, when we come back, we'll take a little quick break. Here's some movie trivia for you. The last movie ever to be released on VHS. Any idea what it could be? I'll tell you this for a hint. It was released in 2006. The last movie ever released on VHS was what? Released in 2006. We'll tell you that when we come back. Don and Steve on my talk. Hey, what's up? Welcome back. The Don and Steve Experience on my talk 1071, where talk is fun. Got an email uh, during the break. We were talking about Shake Shack. Uh, Shake Shack's teaming up with Hot Ones, which is yeah. that popular YouTube mm-hmm. interview show. Yep. And so now Shake Shack is offering Hot Ones-inspired menu items. Correct. There's four different new items, and they also have this last dab sauce, the actual last dab, the oh, super yeah. hot one they do at the end. Yeah. They're giving like little packets of it that you can get as oh, well. Wow. So, okay, that's yeah. fun. Well, here's what Rachel said. She said, hey, Steve, or anybody, next time you're in New York City, you need to go to the original Shake Shack location in Madison Square Park. It was all started to fund the park. Really oh, cool nice. story. So I guess it started, as they all do, as just one and then turned into this major multi-gajillion dollar franchise. So anyway, now we know. Okay, now Mike, uh, they when I fill in for Donna, yeah, they do not give me access to the buttons sure. because I have been told in a review or three that I play with the buttons too okay. much. Got it. And so with that, it's now time for us to look at some things that make you go, huh? 
Think how jacked up that is, Rocco. I've been here for you know five years on this show, mm-hmm. eight years since I came into the building and started like doing some fill-in stuff on my talk and all that. And still, what's a guy got to do to get access to sound effects? Yeah, people know what you are capable of. I was going to bring in. People used to suggest that I bring in actual old time, like to do real time fully. So, like, have a slide whistle. <laughs> but I would just have to o- operate them all manually instead of pushing them. Here we go. Oh, I got that bell. Suck it. <laughs> the last movie ever released on VHS, VHS was what movie? This movie came out in 2006. And I thought, what a unique distinction to say this is the last movie ever created on VHS or distributed on VHS. Any oh, guesses? Six. Hmm. Something. All right, I'm going to give you a hint because this feels, feels yes. bad. It's a history of something. Okay. Ooh. Braveheart. No, that's earlier. Maybe go a little bit more literal. Though the history. A history. Ooh. A history of. You have three of the four <laughs> words right. Okay. A history of. What do you. Mike, what do you. I mean? don't know. Movie. Yet. Let me, see who was in. Let me see who was in it. Let me see if I can help you here. Uh, suddenly the trivia guy doesn't know. Yeah, anything. eat it, Rocco, you dummy. Um, Vigo Mortensen was in this. David Cronenberg, Ooh, I guess, directed. I should know these things. Ed Harris, William Hurt. Oh, my gosh. Ma- Maria, Bello, Maria Bello, which sounds mm. like Benello. It does. I don't know. Okay, now let's see if I can spoon feed this to you. I did cheat. Okay. You already cheated, Mike? Yeah, sorry. All right. Mike has no patience. <laughs> um, a history of, and the final word starts with the letter V. A history of vengeance. Oh, my gosh. You are so close. A history of v- How about this? Venus. Ve- vengeance might be a justified form of this in some Violence. cases. Yes, Rocco. Yes. I don't you remember this movie at all. Well, add it to your list. Okay. Let's make a list. Show Mike where that button is. Uh, no, I haven't yet. Rocco, I just did you a- even train him if you didn't show him where that is? Does he even know where non-fungible token news is? Not really. I gave him, you know, the, the segments, you know, see something, say something. But you're right. I got to give him the, you know, the, the funny things. Whatever. You don't care. You're leaving tomorrow. Yeah. Mike and I are going to be high and dry. <laughs> We're not going to have any sound effects tomorrow. This whole thing's going to be stripped down. Dang it. Keep it simple for now. I don't know. Mike knows more about radio than any of us here at the station. So yeah, we're we'll just too worried about it. We'll follow his lead. How about this? After The Godfather, James Kahn recently departed. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Won New York's Italian of the Year Award two times. Wow. Even though his parents were Jewish immigrants from Germany. I.E. James Kahn, not... Italian, and won the New York's Italian of the Year Award two times. Could we bring back 
those kind of awards. Like, I'd love to be up for Scots Irishman of the Year. You, I, Scottish or Irish, I really don't care. Rocco, what would you be? What are you, Italian, right? Oh, I I sound Italian. My name is Rocco Julius Bonello, but I'm like mostly Scandinavian if you split oh. me up into pieces, yeah. Oh, God. Even with your dark hair? Yeah, I think that's like from my friend. That's either my Italian or like my French-Canadian, you know, side, you know, I don't know. Wouldn't it be cool, though, if you won Scandinavian of the Year? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, suck it all other Scandinavians. James Conn said, screw you, every other Italian in New York. I'm not even Italian, and I won your award two times. Yeah, but he was in The Godfather. He was in The Godfather. You know. Honorary Italian. They take that stuff seriously. Gabagoo. Cool it, Rocco. Speaking of, let's stay on this theme. Al Capone hated the nickname Scarface. He wanted people to call him Big Fellow or Snorky. S-N-O-R-K-Y. <laughs> Snorky doesn't have the same ring as Scarface, does it? No. They inspire fear the same way. No, yeah. Oh no, boys! Snorky. Snorky's coming for us. <laughs> okay, I looked it up. Sounds like a cartoon character, like a cat. I thought maybe he was into like underwater, you know, uh, coral viewing, but no. Uh, it's because it's slang for shop dresser. Mm. Snorky is. Yeah, that's what. According to the first Google hit, I see. Is that is it an adjective or a noun? Like what I say, he's. A snorky dresser, or would I, I think say so. he's snorky? According to this, it sort of means spiffy. Oh, he's dressed real snorky today. He's got the spats on. Oh, wow. See? Anchorage, Alaska covers 1,961 square miles, almost twice the size of the entire state of Rhode Island. Just the city of Anchorage. You ever drive? You ever wonder? <laughs> you know what I hate? I sat through a bunch of Andy Rooney clips the other day, hoping I would catch him saying, you ever wonder, no. remember when? What about, you know what I hate? I'll look for that. Are we trying to work on an Andy Rooney open? Kinda, yeah. I would like that. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, you ever like drive up north and think, you fear that the world is overpopulated until like you drive to Brainerd? And right. You're like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Yeah. Like no one, just, all I see is trees and open fields for miles and miles and miles. Well, you should know. You're flying to New York all the time, Hollywood, Rock first class, no! looking down on large Personal. expanses of fields. Whatever. All right, we're coming right back. It's Donna and Steve, minus Donna, on my talk. Hey, what's up? Welcome back. Thanks for listening. It's the Donna and Steve experience, minus Donna Valentine, who's vacationing in Nantucket right now. We got DJ Rock Lobster hanging out with us. Clomp, clomp. Uh, producer Mike, Mike, do you go by producer Mike or Michael? Mike is fine with me. Yeah, producer okay. Mike works. Yeah, producer Mike behind the glass, which is wonderful. We'll be joined by uh, Miss Shannon in a little bit. It's been so long since I've talked with Miss Shannon, so I'm looking forward to catching up with her. Hey, I want to let you know we've got a bunch of giveaways today. A bunch. How about this? Within the next 30 minutes, sometime here in the nine o'clock hour. You will hear a killer's song played. When you hear the killer's song played, we'll do caller seven at that point. We'll win a pair of tickets to see the killers in concert next Tuesday uh, at the XL Energy Center. You'll win a pair of tickets for that. Then we're going to give away movie tickets for the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, which is great. Then perhaps our biggest prize we've ever had for the Millennial X Games. Largely our prize for the Millennial X Games is the joy of the content. 
what you hear, the questions, the answers, all of that. By the way, Rocco, let's really make sure that we actually uh, do a Millennial X Games. This really forces your hand today. Yeah, I got to write some in. You know, You'll get it. It comes. It comes. It comes. Me. He's a genius with this kind of stuff. Uh, but how about this? We take two lifelines at 1130, one to help me, the Millennial, one to help, uh, in this case, we'll do Miss Shannon as the Gen Xer, and uh, the winner will get a pair of tickets tonight to see Panic at the Disco. Are they at the wow. X as well? That's my understanding. That is awesome. So, so only call in if you can go to that show tonight. Yeah, yeah. We'll remind you of that a little bit closer, too. Uh, but again, this hour, as we begin our giveaway palooza today, before uh, the end of 9 o'clock, you'll hear a killer song, and we will do caller number 7. You know, I'm going to save this. I want to talk with I want to talk with Miss Shannon about uh, this Quinta Quinta Brunson story. She's going to be on Jimmy Kimmel tonight, and uh, Jimmy Kimmel was laying down at the Emmys, laying down at her feet as though he had passed out drunk because he had lost his award for like the 13th year in a row. It was this whole bit with he and Will Arnett, but then he laid there the whole time, and there was some online controversy about uh, that not being a cool move. But I want to get Miss Shannon uh, as both a black woman and as a comedian who gets bits and kind of committing to the bit. So I'll be curious to talk with her about that in just a little bit. How about we go a little bit about out of order here and do if you see something, say something. Everybody feel emotionally prepared for that? I do. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. We'll get to how our phone call ended on a sour note yesterday after we had a wonderful Project Down and Dirty meeting. And I had this great plan for lifting everybody's spirits at the end, and it went sideways. First, though, I almost thought I had a, a second encounter in the men's bathroom this morning that I've, I've had once before. There are auto-timed lights in different bathrooms in this building. And I have been in one of those bathrooms where the lights have gone out. And I'm pretty sure it's a 10-minute situation there. And things got away from me. And now suddenly you're alone in a stall and it's dark. I I, I have stood up then because it's a very ill. This is a hidden bathroom that people don't go to a lot. And I've you know stood up and just waved my hand right where it needs to be. And then the lights are back on. I have 10 more minutes. The bathroom next to our radio station that we share with KS95 is on a timer as well. And there has been one time before that the lights are out. And, you know, I crack the door. And if the lights are on, I kind of want to bail anyways, because if someone's in there peeing at the urinal, I just I don't want to I don't want to be in there with anybody ever. I go in today. The lights are out. And I was almost certain there was a guy in the stall. I did not confirm this until I left and then peeked over and the door was open. I had seen some sort of a shadow, but it reminded me of there was one other time that I walked in. The lights were out and there was just some dude quietly waiting for a hero to come in and turn the lights on for him. But you really, i that's a high traffic bathroom. <laughs> so I guess you just have to, when the lights go out, you're obviously in a situation anyway. And then you just have to wait it out. And know that the person who comes in and rescues you knows that you have been on that toilet for more than 10 minutes. I've only been in this building for three weeks, I would say, or so. That happened, and I'm thinking it's the low traffic one you're referring to. It's happened where I've walked in, and all of a sudden I just hear a, thank you, in the, in the no corner. Way. That actually yeah. happened to me. 
They said thank they you? They said thank you. And I was like, well, this is awkward, but I, you're welcome. I'm happy I could be here for you. Wow. Yeah. I think I want, I think I once got lights out on me and I considered throwing a roll of toilet paper <laughs> in the air to set off the motion detector. I don't know if it's motion or body heat though. Maybe that wouldn't have even mm. worked. And now it just looks right. like the the bathroom's <laughs> been TP'd. There's some dude presumably dead on in. the toilet. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. Thank you though. That's yes. something. <laughs> this is... Yesterday we had a project down and dirty meeting. It was great. Kristen and Justin shock. Or shook. We talked with them. We worked out an idea that we all feel pretty good about. We really like them. They're great. They are funny. They're just naturally, they, they get it. So we feel like we're in really good hands there. And at the end of it, I had taken the call outside. My two-year-old was running around inside. So I was like, I'll go downstairs on the patio and just, we'll talk out there. And as I'm sitting there, I'm looking out at the trees that I've planted. And I thought, these numbskulls who have heard me talk about my trees so many times... They have never really seen them. So then I go over and say, guys, let me end the Zoom call like this. And I stand kind of in front of it, and I'm doing like an up-angle selfie view. And I was fully expecting to hear things like, whoa, or it's that big already? Stuff like that. And instead, I was immediately made fun of for the size of my trees. Rocco... When, so later, later after the call, after I was like, no, they must have seen it wrong. Maybe it was breaking up. I sent them another photograph and said, hey, guys, this thing is like 20 feet tall, this tree that I planted 15 months ago. Rocco texted back, and I quote, that's what we've been talking about during Steve's trees. I'm deleting the open. Can we hear the open, Mike? Do you have access to the Steve's trees? Open? The open. Oh, come on, Rocco. I'm just I'm giving him training wheels. Here's the basics. What's your problem with these? This tree, Rocco, is this is how trees look when they're growing. He's a middle schooler. Okay, it's not like they they look their best. It's not their full mature self. But it was a twig, fifteen months ago. We might need to change the song to Steve's Shrubbery. Okay, now that's rude. Those are hybrid poplars and Austrian willows that you're seeing. You know what I think I need to do. I need to stand beside it so that you can see how tall the tree is. Because I think it's easy for me to send a picture and you would imagine me standing next to it and my head is virtually at the top of it. Mike, do you have questions about these trees? (laughs) I'm looking forward to seeing the picture. No, I want to see it. He's still in the honeymoon phase here, too. Someday you don't have to pretend to be interested in Steve's trees, but for for sure, this these next couple these, days you do. These are trees that I've gotten okay. uh, so many emails about. Mike, I moved into an area. It was new construction, so yep. they have they have no mature trees. Sure. They mow everything down. Yeah, and I want privacy. I like the tucked away vibe that a tree that a backyard with a lot of trees has. It feels cozy to for me. Sure. So I went and researched what are the fastest growing trees for our zone, Zone Four, by the way, here in Minnesota. Hybrid poplars, which I believe MnDOT uses a lot of on 212, or okay. well, on 212 and different highways if they want immediate vegetation, taxpayers' money at use, and immediately you can see it. And also something called an Austrian willow. But these can grow some eight feet in a year. Wow. And I have one that has already this year grown 82 inches. Mike, thank you for asking. There are multiple trees of the trees that I've planted. I can't even measure them. Because they're too high. So the measuring tape just bows out midway. I can't even get up there to measure it. And they started as twigs in the ground. Just like a five-foot 
branch with a few leaves at the top, and now they they've grown amazingly. And I get no respect for them at all. It sounds impressive. I can't wait to see them. Yeah, Rocco, you hear him? Yeah, he said it sounds impressive. I started writing the eleven thirty trivia game. (laughs) Rocco, go ahead. (laughs) Come on, man. So that's what I'm going to do. I because you do you understand, Rocco, that you can see. I'll, I'll tree talk is done here in 30 seconds. You can see the trees from my kitchen on the second story. So like you look out and there's the deck. You can see the tops of the trees are now up there. The growth that has happened this year is just unbelievable. And I'm about to buy another. I'm going to get another hybrid poplar. Wow. That video your sister took where you're talking to your neighbors about your trees and the neighbor is constantly looking at her watch is yes. all just starting to make so much more sense now. She is all of you <laughs> when you hear the conversation begin. Listen, I'm just saying, it's a thing. Do you have any, I mean, like hobbies, Mike, do you plant anything? Do you garden? Do I you don't. toil I, in the No, I, I reap the benefits of it. My mom's a big gardener, so I reap the benefits of it, but I don't actually do it myself at this point. But I'm definitely excited to to get into it. <laughs> You're just saying that. No, not at all. I truly am. <laughs> I don't know if the tree side of things like that. I'm learning things about poplars. I didn't know that yeah, was a that's thing. That's exactly I'm right. Just, my mind's being blown right now. So, And you're right. And, and you're going to love the way it looks here. And, you know, a few years, they're going to be massive. That's exactly right, Mike. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, so happy to be joined now by our friend, Miss Shannon. Miss Shannon, you got part-time your, arborist you got uh, in, in training. Just in time <laughs> for tree talk. I appreciated Mike's somewhat non-authentic sounding uh, <laughs> response to your. <laughs> you, know, I, you can tell that he's like, I'm a good friend, so I'm gonna say I'm into this, and he really had already tapped out. My ex-husband yeah. used to make that same kind of. You know, conversation. <laughs> I'm very familiar when you're like, I'm just going to keep uh, agreeing because then we will change the subject. Well, it's funny that you say your ex-husband <laughs> because Rocco was saying that Mike Mike is in the the honeymoon phase of this. And so uh-huh. if I bring up trees, he's gonna he acts like, like he's interested. If I bring up high-intensity interval training on an assault bike, I could get him to tag along in the conversation yes. for a few minutes, whereas mm-hmm. Rocco... Has all but left the building. (laughs) He doesn't care at all. When Shannon getting here, she said she'd be here by nine thirty. Well, I I showed them uh, my tree growth yesterday at the Mm -hmm. end of a Zoom call, and he and Donna immediately started making fun of the size of my trees, which was really hurtful. Are they still? Are they mini trees at this point? No. Yes. No. (laughs) Rocco. No, they're not. Was was their expectation like old growth forest? Is that what it is? And so the fact that you're impressed, they're just. It was like this. how, How I would describe it. My trees are middle schoolers right now. Okay, fair enough. None of us look back at our sixth grade photo and say, there's me at my peak. Right, right. But the parents of those middle schoolers, and we're like, oh, they used to be just chubby little babies, and now they've got braces and glasses, and And now you're going to get a bumper sticker that says, hey man, tree dad, you know, that kind of stuff. Okay, I get you. I get you. Here's here's one of my trees. (laughs) Oh, that's it. All right. Now, you listen, know what? Here's the reason why I'm that's impressed. Probably because 20 the feet fact tall. that you got to this point and did not murder it. That's right. Because that's hard to get to that point. Thank you. Yeah. They, they, you got to like died. put a bag on it, and you got to still got to like prop it up with the little things. Yes. And now it can like flourish on its own. This... Have identity issues. Tell you that it doesn't need you anymore. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Like my 14 year old, it'll be all fine. Yeah, you know, kind of stuff. So all I right. get it. I get it. So I mean, anyway, it's already it's already better having Miss <laughs> Shannon here. <laughs> 
I appreciate that. Uh, hey, what we'll do is take a quick break. Don't forget, before uh, sometime here in the 9 o'clock hour, we only got 19 minutes left, We you will hear a song by The Killers. When you hear that, Caller 7 will win two tickets to see The Killers at the X next Tuesday night. When we come back, um, a, a conversation about that, the Emmys controversy ah, with yes. the writer Quinta Brunson. Quinta Brunson, she's going to be on Kimmel tonight. I want your perspective as both a black woman because this woman made some history as a black Absolutely. female writer and as a comedian. Yes. Uh, we'll dig into that when we come back. Don and Steve on my talk. Hey, what's up? Welcome back. It's the Don and Steve experience on my talk 1071. Oh, that's a killer song. We're going to do caller seven. Uh, caller seven, you're going to win a pair of tickets to see the killers at the X next Tuesday night, as in this upcoming. Tuesday. Uh, we've got calls coming in now, and when we get caller seven, we'll just take them live on the air. We don't really fantastic care. Fantastic venue, fantastic band. Band, I really do enjoy seeing it. I'd like person. to see some, uh, hear some new music from the Killers. And maybe it's last been one out just there. Before? Yeah, so them, some maybe stuff I, did pop through. Maybe I just haven't listened to it so the much. The thing is that in comparison to the track we're hearing right now, their most recent music is a little uh, more exploratory and a little. Uh, darker even uh, oh. for a band like the Killers, and so they did have some stuff that came out. It was a little more, we'll call it down tempo in comparison oh. to this Mr. Brightside song that we're mostly known for. So, yeah, well, but they got some stuff out there. I'll send you some links. Uh, we do have links. a winner now. Let's take him. Hi there. Who's this? Who just called into my talk to try to win tickets to see the Killers? Who's this? Hello, you're on the air. Can you hear me now? Oh, I. Is it me? It's you. What's your name? Oh, my gosh, my name is Megan. Megan, guess what? Next Tuesday night, you got plans, sister. You're going to see the Killers at the XL Energy Center. How's that sound? Oh, my gosh, that sounds amazing. Thank you so much. I wasn't sure because I just heard you guys talking. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I know, and then you just hear that scary, which means now all of the <laughs> yeah. Twin Cities is listening to you. Um, let's ask you this question. Who are you going to take? It's a pair of tickets. Yep. I'd assume you're not going to shred the second one. Who is on your short list to take to see the Killers? Um, one of my daughters. Oh, one of your daughters. Oh, ooh. are you gonna rock paper scissors it, or what are you gonna? Sophie's how are you gonna choice, figure yeah. out? Well, they're both kind of busy. They're both young adults and busy. So whichever one can go. Okay. You uh, sound very optimistic. You know what I do? Yes. Why don't you put a group yes. text out to your, to your daughters? <laughs> is it two daughters? Two. Well, I actually have three, but one is too far away. Okay. okay. All yes. right. Well, forget her. So now we're <laughs> gonna send a group text to the two daughters. And say, I want to invite the first person to commit <laughs> on this text thread to me. Uh, you get to go see the killers with me next week. That's the, uh, that's probably the fairest way for you to do this and get out of here unscathed right. in the event that they both wanted to go. Yes, perfect. All right, well, listen. one I sent a text to yesterday and never got a response. So we'll see how that goes. Oh, maybe we already mm-hmm. put her at the bottom of the list. On this <laughs> like, um, you never answer me until I got something for you. I get it. Yeah. All right, you stay on the phone. Uh, we will get your information. Congratulations. Enjoy the killers. Thank you so much. And I love your show and the station. Oh, Yay, well, thank you so listening. much. Thank you for listening. Uh, it's the Don and Steve experience on a Wednesday. Miss Shannon uh, is now with us, and had you not been here right now, hmm. I would still be talking to Brooke about Project Down and Dirty in the Hall. <laughs> I had totally disregarded that the show was still going. Are we, we on until noon? To do. Yes. My gosh. You're out there chatting. 
we were talking about Project Down and Dirty. Hey, we're thinking about shooting on this day at this time at this it's location. It's going to be great. Think? I mean, I, I'm very excited to see what you guys create. You know, some of this done work with some independent filmmakers at the Twin Cities Film Fest. I think yeah. this will be really great for you. I think it's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun. So mm-hmm. more details coming out over these next couple of weeks as we build up to Project Down and Dirty. Tickets will go on sale for that. By the way, tomorrow Thursday morning, uh, I believe they'll announce that on the Jason and Alexis show. So we love to see you out there. I think it's going to be a whole lot of fun. With oh, that, we going to be great. You know, I was talking to, I was actually on a staff meeting last night with the Film Fest, and oh. they were very excited and talking about that as well. Oh, great. you know, our festival kicks in pretty much right after Project Down and Dirty. Oh, my gosh. Wraps up, so then the festival is the end of October. So we're like the opening act. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this will be a good time. So we'll do a, a lot of dry runs. Yes. On you. So I, it's fantastic, though. It'll feel it'll feel like all sorts of fun. And then uh, when you get those tickets, you'll get to come and see the mm-hmm. short films that are put on by all of the individual shows. There's going to be a red carpet, VIP tickets. We'll get you early access. There's a meet and greet, the whole thing. So. And you really get to see what, I mean, the, the Twin Cities Film Fest, there's a reason why it's one of the premier film fests in the Midwest. And yeah. it's grown over the last 15 years. So it's going to be fantastic, a wonderful experience for everybody. I'm happy to have you here for this conversation hmm. because there was some Emmys controversy yesterday. And I was watching some of the video this morning because tonight on Jimmy Kimmel Live, Quinta Brunson is going to be a guest on the show. Now, she, you might remember this, the Twitter was sort of in a tizzy on Sunday night and even into Monday. Quinta Brunson is from Abbott Elementary, mm-hmm. won the Emmy for writing for a comedy series. But in order to accept the award, she had to step over Jimmy Kimmel, who was pretending to be passed out on the stage. Will Arnett had dragged Jimmy Kimmel out and said, hey, we were supposed to do the nominees, but Jimmy didn't win Best Variety Talk Show for the 13th year in a row, whatever. Made a comment about how he had been back there and drank all of the, the stuff in the mini bar, something like that. Right. But drinking too much jokes. I'm just irritated at this point. Um, as a creator and as a black woman, I, and, and as a comedian. So I get, I get a bit, I like committing to a bit. I was going to say, I feel like you have perspective on yeah. both of these sides. I'm very irritated since Jimmy knows Quinta Brunson. Right. Um, and has supported her and knows what a big deal this is that he didn't get that he is now recentering the conversation on him mm-hmm. and decided to continue. Because I'm really annoyed that if I go and I look at the headlines and stuff like, who is Emmy winner Quinta Brunson besides the woman who had to step over Kimmel? Sure. That irritates me. <laughs> you know, kind of thing. It's distracting from the the storyline that should be the primary storyline now you know, with this and she's got she's got good history with Jimmy yeah, Kimmel exactly. in that he like sort of uh, i think she was booked on her show the first time for any other show her. like when you listen to her side of the story she's like no i'm not mad i'm still really happy but i'm see how i feel when i show up on his show maybe i have time to get crabby um right. but i i do think Hopefully, here's what I'm hoping that that Jimmy does tonight on the show. I do hope that he goes, congratulations, congratulations, yeah, I was dumb. And that, you know, because he's usually pretty good about walking back certain things. Mm -hmm. Like, if he doubles down on something, it's usually intentional. Sure. So I do think that he might go, yeah, this went a little farther than I thought. And you're right, people are talking about me more than they're talking about you. And I'm hoping that that's how part of the interview goes. And then we get to have the the conversation focus back on the fact that this was a pretty historic, there were a lot of things in the Emmys that were first, you know, for women and black women and all of these things that you just want to be able to just rest and steep in it. Like a nice little creator tea bag about Mm -hmm. how cool this is and not have it be distracted from. And, and that's what I I hope happens as we move forward. Yeah. I'll I'll be curious to see how Jimmy, Right. Handles it, how self-aware he is, Mm -hmm. self-deprecating. 
And I, there's another side where you can you can imagine if you're a comedian or performer in that moment and you're like, what can we do to shake up the show instead of, you know, standard thing? Um, and if, if someone else had won where there wasn't a historical significance to it, let's say someone from Only Murders in the Building. Exactly. Yeah. What you expected. And if Steve Martin was stepping over him, okay, Steve can handle yeah. it. And she handled it with grace and all this stuff. It's just that there was a point where you go, no, she deserves this space. And you are now encroaching upon her space. Yeah. And so I think that's why people are using like harsh words like backlash and white male privilege Mm -hmm. is that it's like, yeah, now the conversation is again about a white male, even though a black woman won. Right. Get out of the way. (laughs) I got to think she had to already battle to get here. Move. And there's just lots of ways that he could have maintained the story. I think how great would it have been if when she walked over him, mm-hmm. he then got up and was like, Hey man, congratulations, you're right. right. I'm out. You know, there's yeah. a lot of ways that I think everybody could have won in this situation and it wouldn't be this distracted thing that we have now. Because we're talking about it. But right. how great would it have been if we're like, you know, well, that he we all got it and he did this joke, but then Jimmy did a solid and he got up. So yeah. he still would have gotten attention. He just wouldn't be all this negative attention. Right. Yeah. And it it was interesting to sort of you can imagine what was in the mind of Jimmy Kimmel and Will Arnett as they sort of cooked up this idea, which presumably happened right before. (laughs) You know, I'm guessing it probably happened backstage once he found out he lost again or maybe they had had a conversation before. Hey, if I lose, drag me out. Um, And then you, I, I can't imagine a bit of Jimmy Kimmel's laying there, too. I wonder if he had the thought of like. Should I get up now or does getting up now cause a scene and ruin her flow mid speech? So Mm -hmm. I'll be curious to hear the two of them since they have this friendship and supportive relationship uh, to hear how they talk about it. And I like that she went on to say, like, I don't know, I might punch him in the face. Now, (laughs) maybe I'll be mad by then. Right now, I'm still just enjoying that I have this. Right. And I could see her wanting to go back to let's talk about my show and how cool my show is. And that is here and not keep talking about Jimmy. (laughs) I'll tell you what, um, and I know now we're all out of time, but this makes me want to watch Abbott Elementary, meaning its performance at the Emmys and seeing it nominated in so many different ways and the wins that it got. I have, it feels like one of the first uh, network comedies in the last few years that has gotten a lot of wide critical acclaim. Agreed. And And so I haven't seen it. To see the Emmys do what it did, which is really just patting itself on the back, this wasn't interesting Emmys. I'm impressed. Yeah. And I love the venue, the Microsoft Theater. I thought it looked so unique and different. Uh, That being said, all the things that we might say that are positive about it, the ratings dropped 25% from last year. Mm -hmm. So uh, what are you going to do with that? Mm -hmm. We will take a break. When we come back, it'll be 10 o'clock, which means it'll be time to get into the beat. A little music news. An update on Amy Grant after losing consciousness for 10 minutes that fall. That's next.